0: Okay, in this session, I want to speak on speaking in tongues, the purpose of speaking in tongues. And uh, we just have a look in our uh, passage in Acts chapter 2 and verse 4, Acts chapter 2 and verse 4. And uh, we read, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, filled with the Holy Spirit, Isn't that a great expression? And they began to speak with tongues as the Holy Spirit gave them the utterance or gave them clear language to express the new experience they had had. So we see in this passage, every time you find the outpouring of the Spirit, we find them speaking in tongues as the Holy Spirit gave them the language gave them an ability to express language. Now, we saw before, language is crucial to culture. If you don't have the language, you can't communicate. And so, if we're going to learn how to work and flow in the supernatural, we have to understand the language of the supernatural and the place that speaking in tongues has in the believer's life. I have found that this is one of the most underused, neglected gifts that people have. And so I want to, as we uh, look now, I want to list for you a number of purposes or specific functions that speaking in tongues has. And there are quite a number of them listed in the Bible. Most people just get to have the experience and then they don't really pray in tongues very much, and they don't understand what they're doing, and it's true of any gift that someone gives you, if you don't know what it's for, you'll probably put it on a shelf and leave it. If you don't know what it's for, you may end up using it in a way it was never intended. If you don't know what it's for, you'll end up and you don't get the full benefit of what you've received. So this gift of speaking in tongues is an incredibly powerful gift given to you, but you need to know what to do with this gift, How, what are the benefits of it, what is the purpose of this? What has God given me this gift for? Some people say, well, if you wanna have it, then I can have it, if you don't want me to have it, I won't have it. The Bible's clear, God intends you to have the gift. It is given to you for a reason. When God does things, He always has a reason in it. Some people say, oh, well, you know, I, you know love is more important than this. I'll, I'll have the, the love. Now, actually, the gift of the Spirit, even if it's one of the less of the gifts, it's a gift given for a purpose. So what we need to do is understand why did God give you the gift of speaking in tongues? What is it for, and how do I use it? How about that? So, let's have a look in 1 Corinthians chapter 14. 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to list for you at least seven different purposes of speaking in tongues. There are more, but at least with seven, you'll have the most powerful, uh, uh, you'll have understanding of what it's for and how to use it. And then I'm going to get you to do some things. I'm going to get you to experiment with me I'm going to get you to start to speak in tongues. I'm going to get us to experiment a little bit, and there's no pass-fail. I know you're from Singapore, and it's all about pass-fail. No pass-fail. It's just all about learning. This afternoon, I'll share with you upon activating the gifts of the Spirit within you, and then we break into groups, and you can have a practice. So, unless you actually do things, you don't really change. The Greek way of thinking is, if you want to learn, get lots of information, more notes, more books, more messages, tapes, CDs, store. The Hebrew way of learning is, you need to apply what you're learning, it needs to be working in your life, and you know what you're doing. So what you're doing is what you really know. Okay, so let's have a look at some of the reasons for praying in tongues, and get some understanding of the whole gift of praying in tongues. And I'm only going to address part of it here today. Uh, There there is more we could share, but I'm going to express a certain amount. Uh, Let's have a read then in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 14. If I pray in a tongue, my spirit is praying, but my understanding is unfruitful. When you pray in tongues or pray in another tongue, your spirit is praying. Now, The Bible is very clear. We are made in the image of God. God is a spirit. God is a spirit. You are a spirit being living in a body who has a soul. So you are able, you have natural senses. You can see, taste, hear, feel, smell. You can interact with the physical world through your physical body. Information from your physical senses comes into your mind. And you process what that means. But you also have a spirit man. Many people are not aware that within them they have a spirit. It's not the Holy Spirit, it's the human spirit. Every person that's born has a human spirit. The word spirit is the word pneuma or breath. Your spirit it fits inside your body like a hand fits inside a glove. When you die, all that happens is your spirit and soul remain connected together, and they separate from your body. If you were to look at a dead body, you look and you look at him, nobody's home. The tenant vacated. He's gone. That's why we say that kind of language. You look at a dead body, there's no one home. Looks good, but no one home. In fact, sometimes they say, man, I've never seen him looking so good, but still there's no one home home. They just dress up the body, look good, but there's no one home. Well, where's the person gone? The person is the spirit being inside that's living and giving energy and vitality to that body. So the the Bible says that the body without the spirit is dead. So your spirit has very, very important uh, uh, part of, of keeping alive. There's a whole number of faculties of your spirit I won't develop them all today, but I want to speak specifically around the area of speaking in tongues, but you would do well to study what what are the faculties of your spirit, what are the functions of your spirit. Think about this, if your spirit is damaged, your body gets sick. Your spirit must be important. If your spirit leaves, your body dies. So your spirit is more important than you realize, yet I found most Christians don't understand about their spirit. Your spirit has capacity to see. Your spirit has capacity to hear. Your spirit has capacity to feel. Your spirit has a voice to speak. There is the mind of the spirit. So your spirit is a mind and a will. Think about that. So your spirit man within you is very real. Your spirit and your soul are interconnected. Your soul is where your personality, your mind, your thoughts, your emotions lie. They're connected together. And together, your body and soul fill your body. Your spirit and soul fill your body. So, notice what it says here, that when you are praying in tongues, your spirit is praying. So, your spirit has capacity to express itself. It has a voice. Your spirit can speak through you. So you can pray with your understanding, you think about what you're going to say, as you say it, you begin to speak, and you pray with your understanding. So if you were praying in your native language, Mandarin, then you are praying with understanding. You're praying in the native language, English, you're praying with understanding. When you are praying in tongues, your spirit is praying. Your spirit is giving voice. Your spirit is expressing itself. So the first thing we realize is that when you pray in tongues, you actually activate your spirit man. You activate your spirit man. You cause your spirit to become active within you. Sitting down for a long period of time, uh, you may may have noticed, do you notice when you sit for a long period of time, you get tired? You lose energy. Your spirit man's not active. As soon as you stand up and you move your body, you allow your inner man to rise up, your spirit become active, then you start to find energy again, as we'll see in just a moment. So number one, when you pray in tongues, your spirit is praying. If you want to live in the spirit, walk with the Holy Spirit, learn to live from your spirit, you must express your spirit. So praying in tongues activates or begins to get your spirit man operating in, a, in spiritual matters. That's number one. Number two, number two, when you are praying in tongues, here's the second thing. When you pray in tongues, you are opening a direct flow of communication with the Holy Spirit. You are opening a direct flow of communication with the Holy Spirit. You are opening a channel of communication. Notice in Acts chapter 2, verse 4, it says, they spoke in tongues as the Holy Spirit gave them the language. So when you're speaking in tongues, the Holy, not only is your spirit being activated, but the Holy Spirit is imparting or impressing into your spirit language to speak. He is giving you the language to pray. He is giving you the words to speak out. So when you are speaking in tongues, you have opened up a communication channel with the Holy Spirit. And that flow that you are speaking in tongues, that's the same flow from within where you operate in the gifts of the Spirit, you hear the voice of God, it's the same communication channel. It is a flow of the Spirit from within. The Holy Spirit knows the will of the Father. Holy Spirit knows the things we need to pray for. Holy Spirit knows the mind of God. So when you are praying in the Spirit, the Holy Spirit is giving you language. He's transferring into your spirit language to speak forth and to pray. So number one, when you pray in tongues, you are choosing to intentionally activate your spirit number two you are opening a communication channel with the holy spirit which is very powerful if you want to grow in revelation and hearing and listening to the voice of god so the holy spirit transfers the language into your spirit and when you speak it comes up and you open your mouth and you're praying in tongues what about your mind Well, the Bible says when you speak in tongues, your mind is not being productive. Your mind is not involved in that process. So you can pray in tongues anywhere, anytime, and still have your mind focused on other things. But that doesn't mean when we pray in tongues, we shouldn't engage our mind. In fact, as I'll show you a little bit later, if you focus your attention as you pray you can begin to tune into what the Holy Spirit's saying and pick up words of knowledge, insight from the Holy Ghost. You can begin to tune in and understand some of the things that God is wanting to give to you. So, number one, it activates your spirit, man. Number two, it opens up a channel for the communication of the Holy Spirit. So, if you're going to move in any supernatural realm the Bible says the gifts of the Spirit all flow by hearing the voice of God. Galatians 3 verse 5, how does God minister the Spirit? How does He work miracles? It is by the hearing of faith. In other words, I need to tune in and hear the Holy Spirit speaking within me. We'll give you a little bit of how He does that shortly. So, there's a flow from inside you. In fact, Interesting thing that happens, if you pray strongly in tongues for a little while and then suddenly just stop, shut your
1: mouth,
0: just like that, stop the expression, you will feel the language flow up into your mind and you can literally hear the language even though you're not speaking it. There is a flow generated or comes up from within your spirit. I'll get you to try some of these things shortly. I'm going to get you to do a number of exercises to feel what happens as you pray in different ways. So, number one, we begin to activate our human spirit. Number two, we open up a communication flow with the Holy Spirit. We start the channel opening up. Number three, and uh, we'll look at a verse in, uh, we'll come back to 1 Corinthians 14 shortly. Well, look at a verse in Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 16 and 20. And here's the third purpose of speaking in tongues. The third purpose of speaking in tongues is it energizes your spirit. It energizes your spirit. Look and read in verse 16. I pray that God would grant you according to the riches of His glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. So notice the prayer that you would be empowered or increased vigor. When a person is very vigorous or energetic, they've got a lot of energy inside them. And Paul's prayer is that you would be strengthened or increased in vitality with might. That's the word supernatural power, dunamis, and whereabouts in your inner man or your spirit man. So Paul's prayer is that we would be energized with supernatural power in our, in our spirit man. How does that happen? Notice down here, verse uh, 20, now to him who's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think, here it is, according to the power that, where does it, it works, whereabouts, In us, the power that works in us is the Holy Spirit. Now, notice this, the word work, the original language is the word energeo, E-N-E-G-E-O, E-R-G-E-O, energeo. Now, in English, they haven't tried to translate the word, they've just made it English, energize, energize. So, if I was to say that you want to energize something, then you need to put power into it. You know, it's like Iron Man. He's got this thing he puts in there, and he energizes up the power suit. Those of you who are young understand what I'm talking about. If you're old, you haven't got a clue. (laughs) Except for me, because I go with movies with my grandchildren, (laughs) and we all want to go and see the superheroes. They all want to see all these superheroes. Now, so this verse says that we are energized by something working within us. Who is working within us? The Holy Spirit energizes us. How does that happen? Well, one way it happens is by praying in tongues. When you pray in tongues, you literally energize or create a flow of spiritual energy and power within yourself. Most people are waiting for God to bring something down from heaven to them. What if God has already put his power inside you and your role is to activate what he has given? Most of us don't think that way. We think like this. We think, I haven't got enough. I need more, more anointing. But what if God has given you just what you need And what your responsibility to do is to activate what you have inside you so it starts to become effective. That would change your thinking. Instead of waiting for God to do something, you begin to realize God is waiting for you to stir up something inside you. In fact, as we'll see a little later, Paul wrote to uh, to Timothy saying, Timothy stir up the gift of God inside you. Now, I have found in working among the Chinese people that for the most part, there's this love for God and a a gentleness and openness to the things of the Spirit, but often there are mindsets that actually hinder them. And one of them is waiting for God to do some big thing rather than saying, Thank you, God, for what you've given me. Now I will stir up and develop what I've been given. God has given you what you need to fulfill the assignment you have. Your role is to cultivate and develop what he's given you. So it becomes productive inside you. So God has given you the gift of tongues. One purpose of the gift of tongues is to energize And increase the life of God, the flow of the Spirit inside you. Notice what it says in Proverbs 18.21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. In other words, spoken words have an effect on your life. Spoken words can affect others. Spoken words can affect you. That's what the Bible says. Jesus said in John 6, 63, he said this, he said, the words I speak, they are, they are spirit and life. In other words, he's saying that when I speak, my words, they have spiritual substance and they impart life to you. Where's his words coming from? They're coming from the indwelling Holy Spirit. So when you speak in tongues, your words have capacity to increase life and energy to bring life to your own spirit. So it's a wonderful gift, the gift of speaking in tongues. You can literally energize your own spirit, energize your own inward man as you speak in tongues. Not only that, but praying in tongues doesn't just energize your spirit, Playing tongues will actually energize your whole body. People don't understand that. That when you when you stir and activate your spirit and speak in tongues, that the energy flow generated within your spirit can give life to your body. You literally, your body comes alive, full of energy and life. People don't understand that. Second thing it does. One, it stirs your spirit, energizes your spirit. Two, it energizes your body. And what I'm going to do at the end of this session is I'm going to take you through a number of exercises to actually experience some of this happening. And you see, it's exactly what it says. It will literally energize your whole body. You find if you're tired, you come alive. You wake up. You suddenly become ready for things. It's a wonderful gift given to us. Just a couple of minutes, bringing tongues strongly, a whole body can be energized again, full of life. It's a wonderful gift given to us. Second thing, about, third thing about it is, in order to energize your spirit, energize your body, the, the next thing it can do is it tends to clear your mind. It tends to give you clarity in your thinking. Because often our thinking is affected by our emotions, it's affected by our circumstances. But when you begin to pray in tongues and stir your spirit mind, spirit man, you can start to begin to become clear in your thinking. I've found often in ministry, I just need to stop and pray in tongues and my mind clears again. Especially if I'm trying to pray for someone, there's a lot of control over their life. The moment you lay hands on them, your mind goes cloudy and you get confused, you can't think clearly. Some of you who've prayed for people would have that experience. You just seem to get a block in your mind. I just found just step back, pray in tongues, and your mind will clear, just like that. So praying in tongues is extremely powerful gift. Activates your spirit man, opens a line of communication with the Holy Spirit, and it energizes your spirit man. Literally creates a flow of energy in life inside you. How amazing, how amazing. Here's another thing it does. Let's go back into 1 Corinthians 14 again. 1 Corinthians 14. Verse 2. 1 Corinthians 14, verse 2. He who speaks in an unknown tongue does not speak to men, but speak to God, for no one understands him. However, in the Spirit, he speaks mysteries. Now, notice again it reinforces when you are speaking in tongues... You are opening up like a line of communication to God. It's a language He understands. You may not know all you're praying, but God understands perfectly what you're praying. Now, here's the, third, here's the next thing we'll have a look at down there in the verse. In the Spirit, He speaks mysteries. So here's the fourth purpose for speaking in tongues. I'll give it to you in a moment. First of all, let's have a look at that verse. You speak mysteries. How's that going to help me? I'm speaking mysteries. It's a mystery. What am I saying? I don't know. So now, so let you give an understanding. First of all, when the Bible uses the word mystery, it uses it almost consistently to refer to one thing, and that is the things of the kingdom of God which are covered, but which God wants you to know. I'll say it again. When the Bible used the word mystery, it's referring to the things of God in his kingdom, which are covered and concealed, but which God wants you to know. So it tells us like, for example, in Matthew chapter 11, Jesus spoke to the disciples, unto you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom. How about that? In 1 Corinthians 4, 1, it says, we are stewards of the mysteries of God. So clearly, in both of those scriptures, it tells us that God wants to reveal those mysteries to you. So when the Bible is talking about mysteries, it's talking about something God planned for you. It's only a mystery to you. It's not a mystery to God. So so what he's saying is this, he's saying, it's something God planned for you, and he wants to unveil for you. So it says, when you're praying in tongues, in the Spirit, so you are speaking in the Spirit, you are speaking out God's purposes for your life. So one purpose of praying in tongues is to speak out the things God is wanting to accomplish in your life. If God told you straight away the things he wanted to do, you'd probably argue with him and say, cannot, Lord, cannot. See, for example, Peter, God spoke to him in a vision, said, go to the Gentiles, he said, cannot, Lord. What? He got a vision, and yet he's got such a mindset that his first response to God speaking to him in a vision is, no, 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 no. In other words, he's got a mindset that hinders him taking hold of the thing God's wanting to reveal to him. And it's like that with all of us. We have resistance in our mind and in our opinions and in our sets to the things God wants to do. So with tongues, God gets you to bypass your mind. <laughs> you begin to pray and speak over your life. As you're speaking in tongues, you're speaking out over your life, things God planned, over your business, over your marriage, over your family, over your personal life, over the ministry God called you to. You're speaking out things God intends for you. You say, well, what use is that? Well, go back to the first use of words in the Bible. What was the first use of words in the Bible? And God spoke, let there be light, and creation came into being. So the very first use of words in the Bible was to bring something from the realm of the spirit into reality in the physical world. How did God get this physical creation into being? He spoke words. Words are creative. Words can bring things of God into manifestation in the real world. So one of, the, one of the purposes of praying in tongues is to pray over your life and your ministry and your relationships, calling forth God's intention for you in those areas. So often when we try and pray, the best we can come up, oh, well, God bless my marriage. God bless my marriage and help my marriage, help it to communicate better. But when you pray in tongues, you can call forth much more than that. You have a fluent language given by the Holy Spirit and you are praying forth the mind of God for you in this area and you can begin to speak it over your, la- over your situation. It's a powerful thing to begin to speak God's mind over your situation and circumstance and then listen for what he has to say about it. So, mysteries. So, we can do two things with mysteries. One, we can speak to God. Two, we can speak to ourselves. So when you're praying in tongues, we can be speaking to God and we can be speaking into our own spirit the things God wants to encourage us and to grow us in. We'll show you how you tune into that just shortly. So here's another uh, valuable uh, reason to pray in tongues. Number four, it empowers us to express prayer. It empowers us in prayer. Notice in 1 Corinthians 14 and verse 16. We'll read it from verse 14. If I pray in a tongue, my spirit is praying, my understanding's unfruitful. What will I do then? I'll pray with the spirit? I'll pray with understanding? I'll sing with the spirit? I'll sing with understanding? Now notice here it is. Otherwise, if you how if you bless with the spirit, how will a person who's unsaved say amen at your giving of thanks? Since he doesn't understand what you're saying. For you indeed give thanks well, but the other person isn't edified. Now, I want you to see two things that come in very clearly there. Number one, the word to bless. When you pray in tongues, you are blessing. You are speaking blessing. Second thing is giving of thanks. When you're praying in tongues, you can be giving thanks and notice what he says, you give thanks well. You do a great job being thankful as you pray in tongues. So you notice now that tongues gives us a language to express our gratitude, our appreciation, to honor and bless God. It's a powerful language to praise Him, to thank Him. And the Bible says, notice this is what the Bible says. It says, how do you come into His presence? You come into His presence with thanksgiving and praise, so praying in tongues activates the flow of the spirit, activates your spirit man begins to open the channel of communication, you begin to speak directly to God and you 're starting to bless him and thank him and praise him and you 're doing it well, especially if you have your mind and heart engaged with you in it? it becomes extremely extremely powerful and so Speaking in tongues enables us to beautifully express gratitude and thanksgiving to the Lord. So how should we do it? Well, pray in your native language and pray in tongues. Father, I just want to thank you. I'm just so grateful to you for these things that you have done, for what you've done. So as you speak in in your native language, expressing gratitude, then flow with language of tongues. And the Bible says you do it well. You are blessing God, and you're doing it extremely well. It is beautiful to God. This is something God set in place. The Bible says in the book of James that your tongue is a little member but it can control the direction of your life. He said, it's like a rudder on a boat. Rudder on a boat's very little, but the whole boat goes where the rudder goes. He said, so with your tongue. Your tongue will direct your life. So God has ordained that your tongue can be a channel for directing your spiritual life. It's a very powerful tool God has given you. Your tongue can direct the course of your life as you, as you learn to speak in the language of the Spirit. Very, very powerful. So in Romans 8, 26, it says, we don't know what to pray. We don't know how to pray as we ought, but the Spirit helps us with our weaknesses, taking hold in prayer together with us. So when you begin to pray in tongues, pray in English or Mandarin as much as you know or able to, but you get to the point where you don't know what to pray for, and so the Holy Spirit takes hold with you in intercessory prayer. Not only that, it says if you will yield in the praying in the Spirit, God can take you into depths of intercessory prayer, and there's a different level of praying called travailing in the spirit and sighs and groans. It's a whole different dimension I don't want to get onto here. Most people barely get to pray in tongues well, let alone grow into the other expressions of intercession. But here's the point. We're limited and inadequate in our praying, but God has given the Holy Ghost to work with us and take hold together with us. What a wonderful gift, the gift of tongues. I can't get over how wonderful this gift is. How could we have not have known it was so valuable? See, here's another thing that when you pray in tongues, I'll give you two more, and then we'll just get you to do a few things. Then we'll have something to eat and get full with food. <laughs> so here it is. here's here's number here's number six: praying in tongues fills you up with the Holy Ghost. Huh? Fills you with the Holy Ghost. Notice what it says in Ephesians five, verse eighteen and nineteen. Don't be drunk with wine, we're in a excess, but be filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking to yourself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Spiritual songs are songs in the Spirit or singing in your unknown tongue. So notice then, it connects being filled with the Spirit with moving in the supernatural language. How about that? Pray in tongues, you'll find you'll start to get filled with the Holy Ghost. You notice this, he said, he compares it to getting drunk in wine. Now, ever thought about someone getting drunk in wine? You can't make yourself drunk. Drunkenness is what happens when you have a lot of alcohol. Now, you didn't make yourself drunk. You got drunk because you had a lot of alcohol. Now, notice what it's saying. He's saying you want to get filled with the Spirit? Get filled with the Spirit. You just need a lot of the Holy Spirit. And how do you get that? Speaking to yourselves. Psalms, speaking the Word of God, hymns, singing the Word of God, singing and speaking in the Spirit, fills you up with the Holy
1: Ghost.
0: And we're going to do something before we finish off. I tell you what, I know for many of you, you'll go out of here and you'll be so filled with the Holy Ghost, so panda. And that was our theme, filled, refilled, overflowing. So later on this afternoon, we'll get you overflowing. You can give something away to someone else. But first, get filled with the Holy Ghost. Filled. Now, to get filled with the Holy Ghost, notice this. If you want to get drunk, drink a lot of wine. You want to get filled with the Holy Ghost, drink in a lot of the Holy Ghost. In other words, learn to yield instead of being uptight. Uptight people are in control because they're afraid. There's nothing to be afraid of letting go to the Holy Spirit. You notice we're speaking in tongues? You can turn it on and off whenever you want. The moment you stop yielding, the Holy Spirit stops working with you. I have learned this in working with the Holy Spirit. The moment I decide I've had enough, that's it. It stops. He does not push you anywhere you don't want to go. Which implies then that if you want to get more of Him, you have to yield to Him more. In other words, you choose to do this. You choose. Here's the last one we'll share on today. Uh, Oh, no. I got the numbers wrong. I got another one. (laughs) Here we go. This is number five. I missed number five out altogether. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 4. 1 Corinthians 14 and verse 4. We'll just go through these quickly now. In verse 4, he that speaks in an unknown tongue edifies himself, edifies himself. The word edify means to build yourself up. Now, think about this. If you want to get lots of muscles on you, you have to do something. You have to work out. You know, you've got to eat the right food, drink the right drink. You know, not too many hamburgers, not too many Cokes. you got to drink the right food, not too many carbohydrates. You start to eat the right food, and you got to go to the gym. You know, we could have you in a hospital bed and feed you and give you drink and look after you and pamper you, and still you never grow strong. In fact, you get weaker and weaker and weaker because you're not exercising your muscles. If you want to develop big muscles like that young man over there, oh, got to work out. So you go to the gym, and they get you pushing against things. Now, notice this. It says, he that prays in an unknown tongue builds up himself. So a powerful benefit of praying in tongues is you build and strengthen your inner man. You build yourself. Now, what we want is someone to do it for us. Oh, please, 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 lay hands on me. Oh, please pray for me. Impart, I need more, I need more. But the Bible says, build up yourself. Do what's needed to build your capacity. To build your strength on the inside. Do the hard yards. Take the time to pray and do it intentionally, knowing that as you pray in the Spirit, your spirit man is becoming strengthened on the inside. Life is flowing through you. So in Jude 20, he says, You, beloved, building up yourselves, praying in the Holy Ghost. So praying in the Holy Ghost enables you to build yourself so you can build yourself as much or as little as you like. You can remain really weak, or you can grow capacity and strength, and you choose that, not God. And he's given you a tool to do it. One of the tools he's given to build your spirit man is the gift of praying in tongues. He that prays in an unknown tongue builds up himself. So very clearly, What happens is when you pray in tongues, you begin to strengthen your spirit man, you begin to build capacity in your spirit man, you begin to energize your spirit man. Oh, there's another thing that happens too. You probably better know about this, that when you start to intentionally pray in tongues consistently, strongly, day after day, issues in your life have a way of surfacing The Bible says in Galatians 5, it tells us that the flesh wars against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. So I've noticed that when there's strong praying in tongues and intentional praying in tongues, many of the hidden issues of your flesh, unresolved things, begin to come to the surface and you may find that you have some challenges go on, but it's the spirit warring against the flesh. It's your spirit wanting to increase the dimensions of God and your flesh trying to fight to resist. This is why this is such a powerful, powerful gift. And the last one we'll just share with you now is this, and it's the praying in tongues can activate a flow of revelation. Praying in tongues can activate a flow of revelation. The Bible says one of the works of the Holy Spirit is to reveal what God has given to us freely. That's his role. So when you pray in tongues, in John 7 and verse 39, notice what he says. Jesus said, out of your innermost being will flow rivers of living water, and he was speaking about the Spirit. So here it is. When you pray in tongues... There is a flow from your innermost being, a flow of the rivers of God. There's a flow of the life of God outside you. And in that flow, God can quicken his thoughts to you. I have found praying in tongues, I begin to be sensitized to God speaking. And I found that if you pray in tongues and then you just go quiet for a little while, often you will hear the voice of God quite clearly speaking to you how does God speak to you firstly it's in a flow it's not sort of one two three four when God speaks it's a flow it's spontaneous and it flows from within you if you're going to hear the voice of God where will you hear the voice of God will you hear it this is God I'm watching you You won't hear it like that. So a lot of people are looking for God up there, out there, and they're missing God is in here. So if I'm going to hear the voice of God, I will hear his voice within my spirit like a flow. And it's a flowing movement. It's spontaneous. Pictures, thoughts, impressions, words. I'll share more about that a little bit later. What I want to do now, as we come to the end of this uh, session, I want to get you to start to do some things. Before we go to lunch, we need to do some spiritual exercise. So I'll come down up the stage, and we will get to do some spiritual exercises. That'll be good, won't it? Get yourselves fit. So if you'd like to just put your Bibles and notes and things away, and we're going to be able to loosen up and to do a few things together. How will that be? Would you like that? Be good. Okay then. It's not going to be hard and there's no pass fail. So no one fails. There's just learning. Okay. And so what I'll do is uh, in a moment, I'll just give you uh, some instructions. Now, none of the exercises will be more than 30 seconds. So it's not like, man, that's Whoa! Thirty seconds—that all? That's got to be easy. Whatever it is, it's going to be easy. All right. Tell somebody else you easy. Okay, easy. Now, here's what I'm going to get you to do. I will announce. I'll, I'll share with you briefly what I want you to do. I'll count to three, and we all do it together. Okay. And then I'll say stop, and all stop. Okay. Now, that's not hard, is it? Easy. Okay. Now, what I want you to do is, as you do it, I want you to be noticing two things. Firstly, I want you to notice what happens inside you, what you feel as you do this. Thoughts that go through your mind. Doesn't matter whether good or bad, just anything. Notice what happens inside you as you do this. What happens in your body, what happens in your thoughts, what you feel inside. Secondly, notice what you happen in the, what you feel in the atmosphere around you. OK? So I'll count one, two, three, we all do it, and stop, and then we observe what we felt while we were doing it. And nothing's more than 30 seconds, OK? Radio, So I'm going to get you a whole group of things to do. So let's just stand on our feet. I'll stand up on here. I'm sure they won't mind for just a little bit. Okay, we're all ready? Just you sort of wake up. Some of you nearly fallen asleep already, but you, you'll be awake in a few moments, I can tell you. You will be awake, well and truly wakened up. And all you've got to do is just flow with a few simple things. So what we first want to do is just going to get you, I'm going to say, one, two, three, I'd like you all just pray in tongues, and just do what you would normally do. Then we'll change it, okay? And see as we change it, if we feel different about it. Okay, ready? Okay, one, two, three, let's
1: all pray in tongues.
0: Okay. Stop. That's enough. 15 seconds. We've really done a lot, you know. (laughs) Okay. you ready? Now, this time, remembering that the words you speak are spirit and life, and that as you pray in tongues, you can build your spirit man. So what I want you to do this time is I want you to pray much more strongly, not shout, but strongly from inside. So maybe you put your hand on your belly, out of your innermost being. And I want you to pray strongly. And as you're praying strongly, as you're praying strongly, you are building yourself up. Okay? So as you pray in tongues strongly this time, allow your inside to just rise
1: up. Ready? This time much more strongly. One, two, three. One, two, three.
0: Stop. Okay, how many felt a change or something different as you prayed that time? Just put your hand up. Okay, some are doing that. All right, then can do one more time. At this time I can do one more thing. Your body resists your spirit praying, if you hadn't noticed. Your body sends messages out like, I'm tired, I'm asleep. Your body sends messages out like,
1: I'm hungry, where can we go for lunch?
0: You know, that's the kind of message your body sends, you know. And so your body messages can be so strong, they stop you praying. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to insist that your body cooperate. So how are you going to do that? Very, very simple. I'm going to get you to do this. I'm just going to shake your body like this. Okay? In a minute. you can shake like this. Okay. Now what you're going to do is as you shake, it's like you are making your body do what your spirit is trying to do, which is awaken your whole inner man. So this time we're going to pray 20 seconds. That's all and I want you to shake your body and pray
1: strongly in the spirit and notice what you feel happens. Ready? One, two, three. Oh, ba 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 Oh, ba 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 ba. ba ba ba
0: Stop. Okay.
1: How many found?
0: You starting to come alive now. How many are starting to feel, whoa, I'm really energized now? Okay, that's quite normal to feel that. You suddenly become aware how much your body resists your praying. If you just shake your body a little bit, you don't have to do it for long. It's just till you get the flow of your spirit going. Then once your spirit is flowing, everything comes alive. You feel it. Sometimes, if you just pray half-heartedly, you never feel the empowering from within. Nothing done half-heartedly gets results. Whatever you're going to do, one minute wholehearted is better than 20 minutes half-hearted. That's why you get half-hearted singing. It's just deadness at the end of it. All you'd need would be one song we all really joined in and gave full heart to it. So that's why I got you to wake up like that. All right, now we're going to do it again. And this time, you're going to shake yourself as we pray. And we're going to pray in tongues. I want you to pray strongly. And this time, when I say stop, I want you to notice if you feel the flow of language coming up into your head, but it's not coming out of your mouth. So listen on the inside as you pray in tongues. And what many will feel is you can feel the flow. You're speaking, 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 and then stop. And suddenly you'll hear all the language in your head. You realize it's a flow from your spirit into your mind and mouth. Okay, really, just try it and see. Remember, no pass fail, just experiment.
1: Okay, ready? One, two, three. ba, she got I love a love a Oh, She got a a Stop. And just listen.
0: You'll feel the flow. Just continue for a bit. <laughs> how many could feel you could feel the language still flowing but now you're not speaking how many could feel that inside see a lot of people can feel that okay it's just again i'm trying to get you to see the interconnection body soul spirit how the flow of your spirit affects your body and affects your mind and your thinking okay going to get you one more thing here it is and the bible says this verse clap your hands, all you people, shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Okay. So what we will do is I want you to notice what happens inside you as you do that one exercise. And what, notice what happens in the whole meeting. Already you can feel the atmosphere has changed. Notice what happens when we all do the same thing together. We're going to give it with all our might. I'll count three. And we clap our hands and shout. You can speak in tongues, shout in tongues. You can pray in tongues. You can shout with joy. It doesn't really matter. Just clap your hands, shout. And notice what you feel happen within you and inside the atmosphere. Ready? Okay, clap your hands, not you Presbyterians, you don't clap your hands already. Wait, 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 wait.
1: One, two, three. Come on, let's give the Lord a great shout. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> Whoa! Okay,
0: stop. <laughs> How many you can feel alive inside? Now, you notice we didn't wait for something to come down from heaven. We just stirred ourselves, stirred up the gift within. We did things. We stirred our body, soul, and spirit. And the result is you start to feel the presence of God. You feel the anointing flow. You feel the atmosphere of God here. There's a change when we do these things. God has given you a precious gift. Use it. Use it. Use it. And use it intentionally to worship. Now, I'm going to do one last thing before we finish. This time, I don't want you to pray loud, but not just soft and mumble. Don't do that. Okay, you fall asleep. We're going to do one last thing. I'm going to ask you in a moment, I'll count to three, I'd like you to close your eyes on the count of three, and I want you just to use your imagination to just see that Jesus is near to you. And now you're going to use your tongues to express your gratitude to Him, your love for Him. You're going to bless Him with your language. Thank Him for what He's given you. So... All it takes for a moment, and we'll just do it. I'll show you how to do it. Just close your eyes right now. Close your eyes now. And as you close your eyes, just intentionally choose to focus your attention. Jesus is there before you. And how grateful I am to you, Jesus, for all that you have done. Now begin to use your language to express your love to him. Come on, let's begin to do it now. Shalaba, baba, baba, si, kalabariatai. Ella, bakarabariatai. Yalaba, baba, 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 she, shalabaratai.
1: Alla bakkara badiyya baba 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 bish-shalla badiyya tay Alla Kola baba 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 bish-shalla badiyya tay Alla bakkara badiyya tay Alla baba 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 bish
0: baba baba bish-shalla badiyya tay Kia Alla bakkahara badiyya tay Alla baba 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 bish Thank you Jesus. Thank you Lord. Okay, stop. You notice there's a different atmosphere here now his presence is very strongly here if we had just done that after you stood up your bodies would be heavy and tired and we wouldn't have very great connection but we've woken up our body woken up our mind woken up our spirit now we can just enjoy his presence He's here and he loves you. And this is only one of many gifts he has for you. Treasure this gift, this language to communicate. Don't be like so many men are, strong and silent and not saying anything. Use your language to communicate. Let God know how much you love him. Remember, as you're praying what you're doing... Your spirit is praying. You're building your spirit. You're opening a channel for the Holy Spirit. He is with you. And you know, after you've trained yourself, it only takes about two minutes to just become conscious of the presence of God. You feel the atmosphere? It's quite a different atmosphere now, isn't it? Quite different. So it's not all about loud. I got you to do things just to get your body to wake up. But now we can feel His presence, loving, wonderful presence. God bless you. Love you. Have a great lunch together, and we'll see you later on.